podcast and YouTube blog covering the German startup scene with news, interviews, and live events. Hello and welcome everybody. This is Joe from StartupRadio.io, your startup podcast and YouTube blog from Germany, as well as the host of the world's first internet radio station dedicated to startups and tech companies. How to how to learn more about this? Just go down here in the show notes. There you'll find a link to our link tree. And there you can find all the options, including our newly published Alexa skill, where you just have to say, Alexa, play startup radio, and we will be on your smart speaker. With me today on your smart speaker, likely, is Benny. Hey, how you doing? Hi, I'm fine. How are you doing? I'm doing great, and I completely forgot everybody who's watching this. Please leave us a nice comment, thumbs up and a good review. And if you haven't done so already, make sure to like and subscribe. As people can tell that are one, watching on YouTube, and second, no, Hamburg, they can tell you are located in lovely Hamburg, as we can see in the window back uh, back behind you, right? Yeah, right. I'm based in Hamburg, and I have a very good uh, very good place here, uh, in, right in the city center. Right behind me is the, uh, the town hall, and all the all the good places in Hamburg are just around our office. So, pretty proud to to be here. We may add uh, many people have not been to Germany or uh, Hamburg at all that listen to our podcast. So we may add that Hamburg is world famous for its uh, enjoyment mile, its enjoyment street called the Reeperbahn. Is it also close to you? Um, so yeah, the Reeperbahn is like, I would say like 400 meters down this way. <laughs> so, so yeah, I, I can see it from here. <laughs> Pretty good, pretty good. Um, we are here today to talk about your startup Nect. But before we get to that, as always, I've been looking a little bit through your published CV on LinkedIn, and I found a lot of interesting stuff. Um, as always, everybody would like to reach out to you, go down here in the show notes. There is a link to our blog post, and on our blog post, you will find a link to your personal LinkedIn profile. I've seen a lot like uh, Scrum, lots of Scrum, um, lots of insurance, and we may already step a little bit ahead of us and tell Nect is not an insure tech. But t tell us a little bit about your time in insurance and uh, what did you learn from there? Uh, how did it drive you? How did it form you? So um, basically, uh, I'm really born and raised in insurance uh, because my, my parents have been working uh, in the insurance industry. So I was al already running in my diapers uh, in the insurance company where my parents were working. And this is also the place where I started my traineeship. Um, so and then I've stayed there for 10 years, but I'm a software engineer. So I never sold any insurances. I always just worked on the tech side of insurance. And I always thought that this is a great place to work in tech because um, obviously it's not on the edge of the newest things in tech, 
but what are you doing has a great impact on a lot of people. Like most insurance companies in Germany have a very, very great user base. Um, so, for example, the insurance I was working for has 14 million customers. So when I released an app with my team, it targeted 14 million of our customers at the same time. So what are you doing has a great impact on users. And that was a great feeling working in tech and having such a high impact. And this has also been the, um, the, the, the where, where the idea got born. So uh, the last three years of my, of my career there, I was responsible for the app development. And we've seen that the apps did a great job per se, but it was for the users, they had a hard time to get into the app. So to do the registration, because there was high compliance needs to get into the uh, insurance apps. But on the market, you only f uh, found solutions targeting the banking industry. So you don't have the specific solution for the insurance industry because the insurance industry needed a very low price and not that high of compliance that you have needed in the banking industry. So all solutions targeting the banking industry had a very high level of compliance and thus a very high level of price. So, and that, that was the, the born of the idea to have something in between, to have a solution complying with all the needs of the insurance industry but on the other hand, being very uh, cost efficient. We may add for our audience out there that in Germany, as you talked about compliance, you have to comply with laws and they require a proper identification of, for example, you when you open a bank account. So there is usually a video chat involved where you have to hold uh, your um, ID card, Bundespersonalausweis, which has many uh, reflection spaces on it. And so the uh, person on the other side can tell, yes, he is actually the person he is uh, supposed to be and he has a valid ID document there. Um, that something like this is what you guys are actually offering exactly so yeah i mean the idea was as we, as we started the security of having an, a video chat showing your id card is very high um, but due to the fact that a human being needs to check the id card and has to be in place 24 7 um, makes the process very very costly and on the other hand users had to wait for a free service agent all the time so we thought video ident is a great idea but but let's put some some ai magic on it uh, to make it automatic without the human being in the loop so it can be very 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 low price and on the other hand the user never has to wait because waiting for a user is the most a prominent point of breaking out of the process. Um, actually, I've I've never given any thought to this until now. There are poor souls out there sitting between like midnight and 4 a.m. German time somewhere around here in Germany and waiting for somebody to call them for online identification. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, what, what we see in the statistics is that really Monday 8 a.m. 8 is really the rush hour. So, so everybody is rushing on like the identity verification service providers amongst all service providers in Germany. 
it's Monday, 8 a.m. People start to rush on opening up bank accounts, doing insurance contracts, whatever. Um, but uh, you, you also see from time to time people doing their, their stuff on like a Saturday night. Uh, so if you want to do your paperwork and stuff like that, maybe you need some information from your service, uh, from your insurance company, or you need need some information from your uh, public health insurer or something like that. Uh, for the tax filing, for example, like, and then you then you are sitting there and wanna make a check mark um, be, below your to do list, but you can't because you can't do the identity verification to access your data, and you always need to verify that the people who wanna access the data is really the person who who is allowed to access this specific data. So you have uh, you have a lot of people doing it in in, in the night. And um, I was curious. Uh where is actually the real low point of light registration? Is it like a Sunday morning, like 4 a.m., 5 a.m.? Or is it uh, that people actually take time off and it's during the week, uh, it's during weekday sometime? Or when is it? Um, we see that you really can see if it's like serious business or if it's like fun time. So if it's like serious business, like insurance companies or like banks, you see the low on Saturday, Saturday around noon. <laughs> But if you're looking at like gambling or uh, where you have to verify your age, uh, don't, I don't want to go into details here now, but if you, if you, if you look at websites like that, uh, you really see that this is happening at the weekend. So people are doing their paperwork on the on the weekdays and doing their fun time on the weekend, and you can really see that in the identity verification space and, and confirm that people are behaving exactly on on time plans, so to say. Uh huh. I see. So basically, you already told us a little bit about the idea taking a human out of loop, putting AI in it, but. Where did the idea come from? Because I've seen uh, you have one co-founder at NECT. And how did you guys develop the idea? Um, I mean, it's Hamburg. Did, uh, did, did you have a brainstorming, a brainstorming session over a cup of tea? Uh, no. <laughs> so uh, Carlo, my co-founder, is, is, uh, is based in, in Dam Horse, which is a city next to Bremen. Um, But we know each other for like 14 years. Uh, so our wives went to school together. And in in some day, in I think it was 2015, uh, we pushed our childs in a stroller and was talking about what is the next step in life, <laughs> so to say. And uh, yeah, so we came up with the, with the point that we, we are now both working like 10 years as a normal employee. And we thought like the next step to really have a big impact is to found a company. So in 2015, we started like, okay, what could be the idea of our company? And then I came up with the idea of having a, a, a new form of identity verification for the uh, German insurance industry. And that's when we started in 2016, joining the uh, InsurTech Accelerator in Munich. That is almost too good to be true. Develop the startup idea while pushing the strollers of their babies. Uh, that, 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 that is, or toddlers. That, that, that is quite cool. Um, joining the 
Introtech Hub in Munich. Um, how hard did you make the decision for yourself to actually leave insurance that you've spent, like you said, more than a decade or basically including your parents all your life in? How hard was it for you to leave the insurance business and say, okay, let's do something more or less related, but actually different? So um, I always had the idea in mind to, to be a founder one day. So, and in this specific case, it was a lucky situation for me that everything went so fast from the point of being accepted for the accelerator to be, to be needed to start inside the accelerator. The, the, the time frame was so short that there was not much of a room to think about. Am I on the right path now? You just had to make because we got the information that we got accepted for the accelerator on like start of June. It was like the third or fourth of June. And then we had to move from Hamburg to Munich and start in the Insurtech accelerator in Munich, like on the 20th of June. So we had like roughly two weeks to move to Munich to cancel our jobs and stuff like that. So it was such a short time frame that we haven't had any time to, to sit down and think about our uh, situation. We just, we just worked on it to make it happen. Uh-huh, I see. And as people can already tell from the headlines, you are the most downloaded self-ident app in Germany, overtaking a few established players. And um, first, uh, how many downloads did you actually get? Um, so... That that's sometimes close numbers, right? But uh, we roughly we roughly do twenty thousand IDENs a day as of now, which also results in like twenty thousand downloads a day. Um, so as of now, we 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 are roughly adding users uh, in like two hundred to three hundred thousand users a month, uh, which is which is one of our KPIs is the user base. It's not only like the transactions we do with the identity verification, but but it's also like how many users download the app and stay inside the app because they can reuse their verified identity. So if you verify with our solution, your identity with insurance A, you can reuse your NACT app to be used at insurance B and be even faster, right? So um, that's that's one of our, um, our biggest KPIs to have a lot of users inside the NACT app to be to, to have the next ID usable across the uh, the nation, right? That is pretty cool. Um, I have one question due to your recent experience uh, involving the small hands of my baby boy and um, uh, a, a street and uh, a crash display afterwards. Can you actually move like your next app from one device to another or is the ID tied to the app and the device? So yeah, as of now, due to uh, compliance uh, regulations and stuff like that, we it's tied to the device. Um, but we are working on that you can make it portable between all your devices, or if you get a new device, that you can port it to your new device. But on the other hand, uh, our identity verification process itself, it's, it's so easy that it's not a big deal to do another fresh identity verification on a new device, but obviously the the uh, the goal should be that it's a portable ID. But as of now, it's tied to the device. Mm -hmm. 
I see, see, because I had this happen with uh, several apps with me when uh, my phone broke. So that's what why I was asking. We got a little bit ahead of ourselves. So you guys got accepted at the InsureTech Hub in Munich. And how did the story unfold? Because I assume at one point you you finished your program there and you moved back to Hamburg, as your background already tells. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so after the six months in, in Munich, we decided to go back to Hamburg because our family stayed here and uh, it's a great city. So <laughs> while I stay in Munich, Hamburg is also a great city and uh, we had our family here. So we wanted to move back. And for us, it was also a very uh, great uh, decision in, in uh, looking back at it because uh, we got a government grant in 2017 from the city of Hamburg. Uh, which made it possible to hire the first employees. And from there on, it really got rolling. So um, then in 2017, by the end of so December 2017, we got our seed funding with Dieter von Holzbring Ventures. Um, and in 2018, we went finally live uh, with the R&V Insurance Group, which is the top five insurer here in Germany. Um, and this was really a great reference, right? It, it is one of the biggest insurers but also on the other hand it's one of the most well-known brands in germany um so it's a great reference for our solution and from there on it really got rolling and, and we onboarded a lot of new customers but i have to say it's like we're now live with 40 customers but it's all like the big names it's like uh hukuburg nuremberger so hukuburg has 11 million customers nuremberger has like six million or seven million customers um And stuff like that. So ADAC, ADAC has 22 million customers. So it's the ADAC alone is bigger than some countries in the world, right? So we, we have a lot of very big customers. And lately, we also added some government services like from the Federal Agency of Unemployment and for the uh, Corona instant uh, help so that, that the government pays uh, the uh, companies a certain amount of money to help them through the hard time of Corona. Aha, uh -huh, I see. We may add, uh, for everybody who doesn't know this, uh, Hochburg Nürnberger, they are insurance companies here in Germany where ADAC is the roadside assistance. So it's an association and they have, uh, cars driving all around uh, in Germany and wait car breaks down. And you remember they help you most of the time free of charge. I think it's comparable to the AAA in the US. So it's basically a very big organization and For all of them, you offer the identification, including like the federal unemployment agency, the Agentur für Arbeit, um, their identification via AI. I would be a little bit curious um, how people try to trick you and uh, how you taught your program to um, actually get around those tricks. Because I do assume at the very beginning, somebody was maybe smart enough to hold up a tablet <laughs> or something like this. Uh, what did you experience there? So, yeah, I mean, um, we look at the uh, video identification solution and what is the most Uh, prominent attack vectors uh, to, to trick the video identity solution. And it is basically a social engineering. So tricking your uh, a real person into the process and catching the data to open up a bank account under their name, but with my credentials. And the other attack vector is basically using like digital manipulation, like deep fakes. Um, and 
we really made sure to look at the deepfake situation. How can we prevent uh, digital manipulation in our process? And therefore, we filed two patents. So what we do is not only to check if there's a manipulation in place on the digital files, but we also make sure that you the, the recording of your ID card or the recording of your face is really made in this point in time with a certain device so that you can't use pre-recorded material and those may be fake material. And on the other hand, that you can't uh, use a live stream of another camera, which maybe is also manipulated. So that is that is one of the, uh, the parts we really make sure that you use the device in the manner how we sort of you should use your device. Um, and on the other hand, um, we uh, do certain kinds of liveness checks. So most of our competitors are using like, you have to move your face. Uh, with our solution, um, we, we ask the user to say two random words. Um, on the one hand, this is very user-friendly because if you move your face, some people have like trouble to move in the right direction. And those like, do uh, wh where do I have to move now? I mean, you have to think. Yeah, left. No, no, the other left. Yeah, the yeah other right. Left. <laughs> I mean, you, you have to think about that. Identity verification is not like only made for like the uh, the young guy being very experienced with like all the smartphones and stuff. You also have like like your grandparents or whatever who needs to access, especially in the in the times of Corona, who needs to access their insurance company, right? So it have to be very easy for all kind of of people. So we thought like just speaking words is very easy for most of the people. And um, on the other hand, it's give, it gives you a high variancy because as an attacker, you don't know what words has to be said, but the movement you can assume. I mean, it's left, right, up, down. I just need a 3D picture of your face and I can make all the movements. Um, but your face and your lips move in a certain way if you speak words. So it's not only speech to text, it's really like how your face moves when you say words. And this also helps to detect deep fakes because uh, deep fakes, professional deep fakes are pretty hard to do when you have a lot of movement in the face. I see, see. And so, for example, you can identify a person by telling them to say startup radio and Bockwurst. <laughs> So to say, uh, <laughs> it's a it's a very it's a very specific list of words uh, which we I don't know what the English word for that is, but Verband der Logopäden. So it's like people who knows which words are easy to speak. Uh, so we made a list of easy to speak words uh, and where's a lot of movement in the face when you say the words. But it's like like you said, like it's smartphone Personalausweis stuff like that. Yeah, it's a, it's a speech uh, therapist you're referring to, Lokopede in yeah. German. And uh, actually, uh, I do believe a lot of uh, startups with very strange names may consult some speech therapist before yeah. choosing <laughs> actually the name. But, uh, Neck, Neck ad admittedly is better is on the better side of that. Um, We've been talking now a little bit where you come from, what you guys are doing. What are your next steps? Are you looking to expand? Is your tool applicable in Europe? Are you also looking for investments for that and so on and so forth? Yeah, so um, the two biggest points on our agenda are as of now really to have our second product, which will be e-signatures. 
so that you can sign your contracts with our solution. And on the other hand, are going international. So as of now, we are German, German only. So the next step really for us is to go international. And I would say it's as of now the European Union because we have a common law for identity and signature processes in the European Union, which makes it more easier for us to go international in the European Union than other countries. Mm -hmm. I see. And you're also looking for funding for this expansion? So um, as of now, we, we're working profitable. So we do can grow based on our revenue. I would expect that by the end of the year, when we have the final strategy, how we can expand in the European Union, that this can be the time of raising another round uh, to really have the funding to, to do a an explosion in like uh, being international. Um, and I really see that the, the space or so the identity verification space as of now is really hot. Like uh, you just saw like two big funding rounds of one in the US, like the ID.me funding round about like $150 million, I think. And there was another one uh, some some weeks ago, also around 100 million. So the identity verification space as of now is pretty hot. So I see good good chance that we can raise a, a good round. Mm -hmm. I see. And everybody who'd like to learn more can go down here in the show notes and learn more about you guys, reach out to you directly. And um, as always, we do our best to give you links in our um in our um, podcast podcast uh, show notes as well, but they're limited. Not always the links are working. So uh, make sure to hit www.startuprate.io and there you can find in the blog post uh, the post with Benny and all the show notes. Benny, it was just a pleasure having you. I may have forgotten to say that this uh, recording is in media partnership with Hamburg Startups. Thank you very much to them. And it was just a pleasure having you. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. It was a pleasure to talk to you and uh, see you soon. See you soon. Keep us updated. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. If you are a professional looking at the European startup scene, Germany is a place you cannot miss. Fortunately for you, there is StartupRad.io, the authority on German startups. This English-only podcast brings you fresh interviews each week. Most likely, you have never heard or read anything only startups before in English, but you will in the future. Be ahead of the curve and subscribe to StartupRad.io podcast or check for the StartupRad.io internet radio station. Check your Alexa for the StartupRad.io skill as well.